Oh, hi! Welcome back to UB Travel Agency. Today, we're offering direct flights to Dubai land. That's right, you can spend an entire vacation in an empty dirt lot. See the companion roller coaster track, gape at the mounds of sand pushed around to create what was to be a lagoon. Enjoy dying of thirst in the spot that was once to be Water Park City. You heard right, Water Park City. It's a survival experience like no other. Please book your trip today. I have nothing else. Welcome, dreamers of all ages, to another episode of Unbuilt, an unrealized theme park podcast. With me today, as always, is my co-host Ryan Dorman. <laughs> How are you doing? Unfortunately, it's like a, ah, it's like a parasite. It's been a, a rocky bit, but I think I think we're ready to talk about some theme parks. Actually, yeah, perhaps you're ready to talk about uh, a little movie that you <laughs> didn't oh. seem to like all that much. <laughs> You know, it's it's funny. Like, um, so we're gonna talk a little bit about the Super Mario Brothers movie, mm-hmm. and the the reason why it was, we did talk about it a, a few weeks back about like how I was worried that the Mario Kart section was gonna be like the end of the movie, and you uh-huh. you were right. It actually was it, it 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 was the end of the second act, pretty much. Uh, there. Okay. Yeah. So I, for for context for clarity, it. I haven't seen it. I know it's surprising. I haven't seen the Super Mario movie. Uh, yeah. <laughs> my my intention is to see it this weekend. Uh, so it's just a matter of finding the the time to go. But I've seen through okay. like osmosis basically the entire movie seemingly. Yes. Um, I'd like to confirm a couple of suspicions that I have from, from seeing people's reactions. Uh, is it the case that they made an entire soundtrack to this movie and then, like, in the last three months, just gutted it and replaced it with licensed music? Or, like, what is the... Yes and no. There's okay. about, I'd have to say, like, four or five sequences that they took the score out and they put like licensed pop songs in but because i saw these like replace scenes where it looks i don't know it looks pretty good with the yeah it's not the entire film there's a lot of like orchestral score with all the like easter eggs the ideas sure Brian, brian tyler went in and like references all these musical themes throughout like all these mario games in donkey kong yeah the unfortunate thing is like it seems like they took it uh certain sequences and were like super insecure and goes i don't know the 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 kiddos or the the people they won't they they need a pop song to pay attention and this is this is always bonnie tyler bonnie tyler put like holding out for the hero which Mm six-year-olds have no clue what that is i don't know if that's gonna that'll yeah, make six-year-olds more happy like oh we need a we need a song here we need a pop song here to make it this sequence pop more because yeah. i i don't know i don't know what the logic really is that's the only thing i can think of if you're going to do this last minute I, but the it's funny that uh yeah. it's funny that like these most recent video games can be actual art have been a television series and a movie created by illumination <laughs> illumination <laughs> might actually be less honorable than just being a video game uh, uh and 
I will give it. It is an odd thing because I think that this movie, above all other Illumination movies, seems to have the most modicum of effort put into hmm. it. There's, there's like, I would have to say there was an attempt. And yeah. that's, that's like almost the, the biggest praise I can say. Because there's the, the the directors of this thing, uh, they came from Teen Titans Go and Teen Titans Go to the movies they directed, which I actually thought was kind of surprisingly clever and irreverent. And yeah, I like that one. Yeah, it, it's so funny because you can see the glimmers of it. Like there's, you know, every now and then there's like there's a there's a good irreverent joke or there's you know a smart thing that they're doing there but the storytelling and everything is still so very basic it's still very quick and rushed and simplistic and that's my biggest problem with like the illumination ethos is that Mm -hmm. you can tell that there's somebody in the back of the room with a stopwatch yeah and going you need to tighten this up you need to tighten this up uh you, it's like you, you had three pull, competing, yeah. you had three very competing perspectives. You have uh, the directors who probably right. You want to create like an irreverent, maybe self-referential, uh, very true to like not the source material per se for Teen Titans Go, but true to an identity. And then mm-hmm. you have Nintendo, who probably wanted Mario to look really nice on the main screen and was mm-hmm. maybe a little strict about what could be done and what could be said. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's Illumination, who, if left completely to their own producing, uh, producing devices, would just make the worst movie ever made and <laughs> fill it with open Gangnam style and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's Party Rock it's Anthem with Mario. Pr- right? It's pretty much like, oh, how do we do the most crowd pleasing thing ever. And I mean, to their credit, I mean, it's worked. You've seen the box office numbers. Yeah. It seems successful. It's Uh, extremely successful. Uh, So, I mean, whatever they're doing worked, it's just, it, it it is unfortunate that this could have been so much, so much grander, I think. And there's, there's definitely nitpicks that I'm like, you know, Again, if they took away those pop songs and just inserted the music back in, I don't think anyone would complain. No, I don't think so. I mean, I, th- I, I, is this a good movie? Like, I know you said like it's pretty messy, but did they make like a good advertisement for the theme park? What is, <laughs> what, what is the, <laughs> the final quality of this movie here? Because it just seems super inoffensive and bland. But I, from a distance, I don't know I, yet. If I it's think on my on good. my Twitter initial Twitter post, I, I called it an, a delicious empty calorie meal, and I feel like mm-hmm. if you're a huge fan of Mario. That it's going to do something to you. It's going to hit right. you. And no matter what, because again, there's, there's just enough cleverness in all the references and stuff like that to the point where it's like, we, it does feel almost kind of new because you haven't, you haven't seen exactly this in a movie before. And the 1993 live action one, which uh, has been, of course, a huge amount of discourse right now because uh, I do feel like a lot of people are pointing to that one uh, and going, well, this is a lot more original and, and, and a good idea. And that, you know, the very fact that it's so anti against what Mario is as an adapt- adaptation is what they almost like about it. 
I did watch. People just like old things. When new things come out, they like old things, especially when it's like sanitized illumination things. You, you rewatched the original Mario movie. Okay, so have you seen the original Mario movie? Uh, yes, I uh, yes I have. I was very young. I went to Blockbuster and I saw it on the uh, the shelf like five times before I bought it, and then okay. I did, and I regretted it. Ah, okay. So you don't like it? <laughs> I, I, like as someone who's twenty three and likes the weird Max Headroom kind of stuff that the right. directors were doing before. Yeah, I I think it's cool. But when I okay. was six, I was like, what the hell is this? Yeah, as the Goomba <laughs> wearing a tuxedo. Okay, because the thing is, do you really love Blade Runner? Oh yeah, so I love Blade Runner. Yeah. Right, and it's a you bad do Blade Runner. Yeah, you do know <laughs> that the uh, the guy who uh, did the production design for this is the guy, same guy from Blade Runner. That's Sid Mead, right? Is that who it is? Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I mean, it looks really neat. It's just there's a movie that you have to watch to get to it. It's like right. the first Ninja Turtles movie. It's like it looks cool, but it's you know. Yeah, and that's that's exactly what I'm going for. Is I think like. The sets are really, really cool. I think the idea has some merit in there, but I. It, what's interesting is that I still can't get over the the way it's put together and the script and the editing. Uh, there's, I just like it's so funny because I like I want to really like it, but yeah, it, there's well, it, it's. Yeah, you know, there's this thing, like, I don't want to give too much credit to the, the weird cynics on Twitter, surprisingly of which I don't identify with. Uh, there's, like, a, a people have recently been saying that there's some weird uh, trends in, like, reclamation of properties because of the way we interact with media on Twitter. Like, mm-hmm. if you look at things strictly through 30-second clips and photographs by an account called, like, Synesthetic... Where it's like, wow, the Mario movie has such original production design. Look at the look at the buildings, look at the monsters, look at the bombs, look at the costuming. You you'll reclaim it. It's like when people look at pictures of Attack of the Clones and they go, Wow, Camino is so pretty. Right. But if you sit through the movie, it's an unbearable nightmare because nothing it's not a good movie. You just had a lot of money in production design. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's I, I think that the effort the people who are watching it now and saying, It's so great, look at this, is because I don't know, because if you look on Twitter and you see a picture of it, you'll say, oh, it is a pretty movie. But, like, I don't know, Bob Hoskins justifiably regretted making that movie. Yeah, and that's the thing. <laughs> like, and I, I just, I don't want to be, I don't want to be a jerk and say is that, like, oh, they're just saying this to be cool. They're just saying this to be, to think that they're super cool. It's the fact that is that I just don't get how you can watch that movie and be like, this is uh mess and yeah, yeah. be like this is so much better than this arguably cleaner with this workmanlike mario script and it's like this is like 15 times better and i i mean you know i i think people do just kind of wash away messes of scripts yeah you know? i'm just all about the vibes baby and yeah, it, <laughs> part of it is because you know especially in bringing back the star wars case is that with the most recent in uh, entries in these series including mario being pretty sanitized I, I, it's inarguable that illumination i haven't seen the movie to be clear so so maybe i watch it and it's my favorite movie ever made um <laughs> but it's illumination i anticipate that you can predict the story beats before you go in it's gonna look like you know modern mario games all look the same uh, i'm imagining mm-hmm. it takes a lot of its inspiration from the most recent mario karts and the 
3D yeah. world kind of style. The really safe, simple Mario. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's, it's definitely 3D world. It's definitely yeah. Mario Kart and uh, Donkey Kong. There is a lot of the classic Mario in there still. Naturally, which, for the, uh, yeah, you know, mm-hmm. yeah, right. <laughs> for the adults making the movie, that makes sense. Yeah, exactly. Uh, the studio suits are going to say, "I remember, you know, that this thing, but exactly. this thing." Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but I, you know, you can kind of get a feeling that okay, just like how the Mario games, ex- except for Odyssey, uh, have kind of become really standard and uniform. Movies, a lot of big popular movies are becoming standard and uniform. So this Mario movie is, of course, going to be a bit clean. So then you look back and you say, oh well, this Mario movie wasn't clean. It wasn't normal. And you, in your mind, think, oh, that means it's it's better. It's the same thing as when you watch like episode nine and you imagine that the well the prequels were about George Bush politics and they had mm-hmm. CGI and comedy. But you go back and watch these movies. It's true. There may be more original and perhaps that's like a, a plus on the uh, on the side of these old movies. But the, <laughs> they're, they're horrible. They're all <laughs> terrible. The Mario movie is like incredibly poorly paced really poorly acted and has a nightmare of a script i guess i would like to live in that set for 40 minutes maybe. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, the movie i don't know I, I i am surprised that the mario movie is a first off that the a, the original mario movie is getting reclaimed but i'm also more surprised that this mario movie is a middlingly positive on the internet for all the people that were gushing over Sonic the Hedgehog, which is horrible. And I hope this is better than Sonic the Hedgehog. I'm surprised that this reaction is so lukewarm. And I'm also not surprised, but disappointed that I think this is heading to streaming in like two weeks, right? Yeah, I, uh, it's uh, I think uh, like in on May. May. They yeah. might push it. Who knows? Uh, because it's like making all the monies. <laughs> is, is this good enough that there's this okay two questions and then we'll, we'll leave the mario movie number yeah. one is this good enough that you think there will be a sequel and number two do you think that this will either a guide the direction of the theme parks or b will like support uh universal's push into super nintendo world and perhaps like an expansion or okay. redesign right um so i do believe that uh the movie is going to be uh getting a sequel as soon as possible uh there's no doubt about that uh the the there's a post credit scene and everything so yeah that's for sure happening. oh who do they tease in the post credit scene i don't it's just spoiler or maybe don't say because people are gonna get mad but yeah, it's been long enough. The post credit scene is all long enough. If you don't care, I'll just... See I don't they, personally care. Yeah, they, they tease Yoshi. Oh, who gives a shit about Yoshi? <laughs> oh, man, I do. It's like my favorite Mario character. Yoshi's going to be voiced by, like... <laughs> I don't know, actually, who would voice Yoshi. Now I, they, they kind of hint that it's just going to be the regular Yoshi voice. Yoshi. Really? They're just going to get some guy and slow his voice down? Yeah, you mean speed it up? No, no, no. no I, oh, you're yeah. right. I guess they pitch it up. I, what yeah. they're going to do is they're going to have like a race of Yoshis, and they're all going to speak in the Yoshi tongue. But then the main Yoshi is going to be played by like Glenn Howard or something. <laughs> but, and the other thing is, I don't think this is going to affect the theme parks. I think Nintendo is so strict that they want a separation. Uh, that makes sense. So yeah, yeah I, I think that's that's it's just going to support it for sure. Okay. Uh, yeah. So we've been talking for about sixteen-ish minutes on uh, Mario. 
Uh, Mario. <laughs> we do kind of have another podcast to do. Uh, this is not the Mario <laughs> oh, yeah. podcast. Uh, I know, right? Uh, so why don't we uh, head into our main topic? Uh, this is going to be uh, about something we talked about last year and following up on. But first, this. All right, so we're back, and we're going to be talking about our main topic today. So last year, you may recall, we did Cancelled Dubai Parks Volume 1. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you remember any of those three that we talked about last time? Uh, my best my best recollection, I remember a big universal arch in the middle of the desert that had nothing. That's that correct. Yes. Stuck there, yeah. Mm-hmm. Did we talk about a Disney there, like that one yes, where they threw yeah. all the concept art to the wall? Yeah, I, I recall. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think the other one was like the... <laughs> <laughs> it was a Dubai Six Flags park. Oh, okay. Yeah. It makes sense why I don't remember it. <laughs> so you, you were mentioning the Dubai uh, Universal Arch. And the Dubai Universal Arch was from Dubai Land. And that one, uh, as a reminder, was a $64 billion major entertainment complex announced in 2003. It was intended on being 107 square miles or twice the size of Walt Disney World. Uh, The developers hope to have the largest collection of theme parks in the world with seven theme parks in development. Uh, This was to be the uh, in the attraction zone. All these theme parks, Uh, the other zones of this massive property included retail with the world's largest shopping mall and a 650 foot Ferris wheel. Uh, ecotourism world with many gardens and zoos, resorts, sports, and outdoor world. Now, some of this did get built, but uh, it didn't get built as entirely as Dubai land, but its own separate thing. Uh, so um, Legoland and DreamWorks parks were greenlit, but upon the par- uh, project cancellation, the parks were moved to Dubai parks and resorts, which is where that Six Flags that we talked about was going to be. Uh, that was canceled. They had two versions, the Dubai Land version and then the Six Flags at Dubai parks and resorts. Uh, Legoland Dubai is actually currently operating and DreamWorks is folded into an indoor mini park in the Motion Gate Dubai theme park. I don't know if you remember the Dubai theme parks. Uh, they have like the Motion Gate one with uh, both really bad dark rides and, and kind of charming dark rides. Mm. Do, you, do you remember any of this? I vaguely remember. Yeah. yeah. Like they had that terrible Ghostbusters ride. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they also had like a, they have a now you see me coaster, which is just a bare bones coaster or something like that. And like a really, really kind of cheap stuff just like that. And right here in the concept art, we included some models of Dubai land and just how massive it was going to be. Some concept hmm. art. You'd see there, there's like a mountain there with like a giant UFO crashed into it. That I, I like I, that. Yeah. There's, there's Batu cool. on the right over there. Right. <laughs> it is. Oh, yeah. That's right. Uh, they just stole it from there. Yeah, perfect. Uh, <laughs> so let's look at some of the theme parks we did not cover last year. So the first one is F1X Dubai. Uh, the first official F1 theme park, F1X Dubai, was to be a theme park close to the Motor City section of Dubai Land, which, as it sounds, was to be dedicated to racing. Union properties gained the rights to the park and planned locations in the Far East in Europe. The cost for the park was to be three hundred and sixty million. 
from F1 site in January 2009. The 70-acre park will be home to more than 20 major rides, exhibits, and attractions, including three bespoke roller coasters, that's what it says, all modeled on Formula Run machinery. F1X bills itself as Formula One recreated and remixed and is designed to appeal to men, women, and children alike, allowing them to get up close to the technology, tour the F1X paddock, complete with team motorhomes and sensors the sports drama and daring leading formula one teams have been actively involved in the design and development process and even the park maps resemble f1 circuit maps f1x will be a mixture of live action cinematic and multimedia experiences interactive exhibits and extreme rides for the whole family with 25 percent of the park footprint designed especially for children to capture the innovative experience of Formula One, 270 hours of productions are being created for a full schedule of in-park entertainment and demonstrations. The graphics, animation, and atmospherics across the park will create a sensation of an exciting race day and promise to break new ground in theme park design. So they said this would open in fall 2009, but never did. However, construction started and a few roller coasters were ordered, delivered, and abandoned on the sand Ooh. in sight. So you can see right there, all those coasters just sitting there in the sand, collecting dust. Very sad. Uh, one of the coasters was to be a custom Gerslauer Eurofighter of a bright red track. Another was a LIM launched Premier Rides shuttle coaster that ended in a vertical spike. And the last one was an unknown Intamin coaster, likely the popular fast Intamin Blitz or accelerator coasters with a giant top hat. As the bank's Pulled out due to the 2008 recession, the project fell apart and was eventually canceled, leaving literal tracks in the literal dirt as they sped off. And so what is your thought about like this? One of these F1X Dubai parks. Uh, there's a very similar one uh, themed to Ferrari uh, in Dubai, and that has the world's fastest coaster called Formula Rosa. That I've heard of. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't understand. I'm not a big car guy, so I should say that this is definitely not for me. Um, mm -hmm. But I guess a lot of people like Formula One. So, yeah, I, I, I don't know. Uh, people would like it. I, it's hard because I don't I care so little for Formula One racing mm -hmm. that these mixes of live action, cinematic and multimedia experiences, interactive exhibits and extreme rides for the whole family. Ah, <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. I don't know how much I could do at the formula one racing place. Um, What's interesting about it is, is what it seems to be alluding to is that it's half theme park, half museum. Right. And that's something I really haven't seen before to where you have a museum in the front and you have like a, uh, theme park in the back so you go through various exhibits probably indoors see how formula one racing is semi-educational and then you can ride a bunch of rally fast roller coasters in the back which yeah, it, it makes sense yeah. because cars naturally extend themselves to going fast so if you're going mm -hmm. to a museum about cars then naturally i could see adding a roller coaster or two just to because uh, it seems like it's in theme and it, it will capture the energy. I don't know the extent to which Formula One is big in Dubai and the surrounding area. Perhaps it's much more popular over there than in the States. I think it's racing is really big in Dubai. Yeah, because I couldn't imagine this would be like a big international tourism thing. Um, but if it, if there's a local market for it. They are bringing F1 here to Las Vegas and it's a big deal. Is it really? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh. I just had to wade through traffic uh, last night. Because, because of F1? 
Yeah, because they're repaving all the roads. There's a bunch. Oh, of so they're running a race through Las Vegas? Is that what yeah, the deal is? The, yeah, they're doing it like to where it's there's a loop, and part of the loop is on the strip. Wait, are they? How many times a year are they going to do this race? Just one. Just, just one. Okay, I thought so because yeah. mm-hmm. so this is like um just as a race that's going to go through Las Vegas yeah. or mm-hmm. just or, okay, yeah, that seems like a pain in the ass. But it's surprising that so many people are so interested i don't know maybe this would garner like a, a massive audience yeah so i mean it, it's clearly a big deal if they're repaving the entire strip roads just exactly, to yeah. prep for this i mean th- that's that's a big deal so i, I think f1 is it's probably going to be huge and that this would be a a, a really popular attraction uh just it's funny like i don't really have much else to say of it it's just how sad it is that all these coaster tracks are just like lying in the dirt can you imagine being so rich that you purchase an entire roller coaster leave it in the dirt and walk away i i would go steal those tracks i'd build one in my backyard oh yeah uh, yeah there you go no Mm -hmm. i i think that I seemingly this was just caused by the recession. There is a, a obviously something to point out about how all of these Dubai parks, uh, just a, not all of them, but a lot of them were just eager investors that seemingly didn't pay off because the markets mm-hmm. changed. Yeah, I don't know. I, I can't say I know enough about Formula One to say whether this would be popular, but it uh, seems cool enough. Right? Yeah, I feel really, <laughs> yeah, I feel really bad because you know maybe one of our listeners is a big F one fan, and they're like, we have a oh, big, massive, the biggest F one fan in the world. Right. We have the overlap between the biggest F one fan in the world and theme park yeah. people. <laughs> um, you'd imagine there wouldn't be too much, too much ground to cover. Got, there. Gotta go fast. Yeah, there you uh, go. <laughs> okay, let's move on to something we have a little bit more familiarity with uh the marvel superheroes theme park and uh you can see nice concept art right there with the uh like the towering Times square and Hmm. uh there's like doc uh, i think it's like supposed to be doc ock like fighting with spider-man and stuff like that uh and then there's a park map uh right there uh dedicated to marvel superheroes and poised to be built and open before disney's eventual purchase of the comic book company this theme park would have featured five lands oasis of magic marvel's mythic mountain city superheroes crater lake and nick neighborhood Oasis of Magic would be based around more magical characters such as Doctor Strange and Black Panther. Mythic Mountain would be about the gods and legendary characters such as Thor. City of Superheroes would be based around Spider-Man and the Avengers, with Crater Lake being the Central Lagoon. Nick Neighborhood was not about Nick Fury. But instead, it was an unrelated Nickelodeon-themed children's area. What? I think, yeah, when I think Marvel, I think Nickelodeon. <laughs> There's concept art of this random Nickelodeon themed children's area. You can see uh, SpongeBob's uh, neighborhood in there. How did that marketing work? I don't know. I don't know why they thought, like, oh, let's just pair these two together. It's just a different time, isn't it? When you could do such a thing. I, I guess so. Wait, what year was this? It's like 2008. Uh, I guess so. So I guess Marvel was independently approached by somebody and Nickelodeon was independently approached by somebody. And well, it's funny because Iron Man was p- distributed by Paramount. 
Oh, but uh, well, that's the thing. They're that's Iron Man was when they started doing you know their own independent movie studio of Marvel Studios, right? But it was distributed by Paramount, so I'm guessing that may have something to do with it. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah, perhaps, yeah, mm-hmm. perhaps Paramount was just okay. There's a we have these kids thing, we have these Marvel things. Let's just throw them together. It's yeah. surprising because you think Marvel would be okay for kids. Yeah, I don't know be... why it needs like an entirely unrelated area for like Nickelodeon. It's just so random that it's like, oh yeah, okay. So uh, most of this is Marvel and then SpongeBob. <laughs> yeah, like it is. I, it's just it's like it's so unexpected. So let's talk about the attractions. One proposed one was a Spider-Man drop tower where guests would drop facing from the sky with, from within a fallen chunk of building. A Namor-themed dive coaster and a dark ride where guests face off against Electro. You can kind of see some uh, concept art there where Doc Ock, you can see they're like in the fallen chunk of building as if it was not like the Tower of Terror, but instead you're like actually in a piece of building falling down, which is a cool concept, I'll admit. What's that? Uh, yeah. Namor is the people who developed it, right? Or you say, when you say Namor-themed, what um, is Namor? Like Black Panther. Did you not see Black Panther of Wakanda Forever? <laughs> yeah, I did, but what the hell He's is a Namor? He's a villain. He's a water villain. Oh my god, I completely forgot about that guy. Yeah. Yeah, sorry, go ahead. Yeah, no one likes yeah. Namor. Yeah. <laughs> it's a bad movie. I didn't make it. Don't <laughs> well, I mean, he precedes, he technically precedes that movie, but you know. I mean, naturally, if the ride was in 2008. Yeah, I, 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 my comics knowledge is pretty bad. Okay, continue. Uh, this is a slight okay. dig at <laughs> Wakanda Forever, which I did see, which I did see. So it's the mm-hmm. movie's fault, not mine. Go ahead. Okay, so uh, there's another concept art like where Electro's there, and he's like shooting out some electric sparks on his fingers. And you can kind of see the, uh, what is it? Uh, the vehicle there kind of looks like the Spider-Man vehicle. Yeah, who's being pushed into that wall there? Some kind of a robot or something, right? Yeah, I wonder if it, is that. Uh, it's wonder if it's is it Modok? Oh, I didn't see that new movie. I don't. I don't know what it, we're supposed yeah, to I'm think joking. about Modok anymore. Yeah, you no, I know Modok. You don't want to know anything about Modok. Trust me. No, I saw he's bald now. Yeah, he is. I've compl- I've t- I've turned towards the MCU. The problem is looking back at all these Marvel things. It's hard to remember that there was once a time where Marvel was any interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, My so- favorite thing is the entrance. You can see the entrance concept art. It's like on one side, it's like Spider Man, and the other side, yeah. SpongeBob next to the hole. Yeah, you're right. You got yeah. Spider Man in the hole, and you have SpongeBob. Wow. I mean, I guess if you're if you're Paramount, you're thinking, well, we probably want to get into this Dubai space, and someone's already presented us this Marvel idea. Mm -hmm. So, like, I don't know, put SpongeBob in there. We'd also like to reap in the merchandise, the most popular cartoon like ever made. So, so it it actually gets even weirder. So, the park was shut down both due to the recession and Disney's purchase of Marvel in 2009. The Marvel rights were actually shifted over to IMG Worlds of Adventure, which currently hosts a small Marvel section of a spinning coaster city similar to the City of Superheroes concept. Uh, I believe it shares space with like Cartoon Network rides. So it's not Weird. as if that this uh, idea died. It's just it went in a different direction with a different strange pairing. Uh, and, and that's the thing. I think like Dubai is like just this weird amalgamation of 
like franchises like that motion gate dubai park is like Lionsgate, dreamworks and sony which is such yeah. a weird combination it's it's odd i imagine what happens is a bunch of bankers or capital people or like planners of these parks come to a bunch of companies and say hey you want to be a part of this thing and these american or japanese or whatever countries are like I don't care. Like we care about our copyright and stuff like that mm-hmm. here, but this space is not developed yet. So just do whatever you want. We'll give you the, if you're willing to offer us a chunk of the money, it is weird. It's weird to go from Marvel and Nickelodeon to Marvel and Cartoon Network now right. in this worlds of adventure. Yeah. It's like a big right. mall. Yeah. And again, this is stuff that just would not happen. Like just a few years later, just a few years later, none of this would happen because Disney is so protective of their IP. And, uh, you know, this was just the right time to have any of this happen. There, Like, for instance, there was a really uh, crappy Marvel thing in Niagara Falls with this horrible Spider-Man attraction. And uh, it was something, of course, that happened right before Disney uh, purchased Marvel. And eventually, like, the rights lapsed because, I mean, Disney probably is like, we don't, no, no, shut it down. And <laughs> they, like, they they stripped it and it's, like, this really, like, generic superheroes thing. And it's the worst thing I ever saw. Uh, I can't remember what the name of it is, but it's really funny. It's this really terrible Clifton Hill dark ride. Uh, and you should just... Take a look at it. I think even like Expedition Theme Park even did a video on it. It's it's so bad. I love it. Uh, but anyways, these attractions actually are kind of neat. Uh, what is what is your like opinion on some of these concepts? Oh, I mean, they seem like interesting ideas. Uh, pretty obviously without seeing the the full attraction. Uh, it's a bit tough, but mm-hmm. yeah, a coaster that's integrated with the water, a drop tower that tries to make it more immersive by not by eliminating at least uh in the mind of the audience the connection to a, a ceiling right that you're just a falling piece of debris spongebob's house you know they all seem like particularly good ideas mm-hmm. um yeah i i i, I don't know i it's hard right. to say without seeing the full thing but mm-hmm. to develop with with the tech with the level of detail that they were planning mm-hmm. it seems impressive yeah like a lot of it also if you look at the park map there's a bunch of again there's like we said this last year there's right. so much stuff indoors because it's so yeah. oppressively hot and there's a bunch of stuff that's also indoors and i it's kind of like a guess of what that would be you know probably some dark yeah. rides and some shopping and eating and stuff like that anything to get people out of the you know the oppressive heat there is still quite a few things that are outdoors uh and uh you know there's there's some roller coasters especially like the lot a lot of the nick neighborhood stuff is outdoors that i could see because you know that's where the kids should be in the the, the big heat <laughs> that's that's where they should be in the, the 110 degree weather but i think I, I think uh, I don't know what this eventually would have ended up. Maybe this is just over ambitious concept art and it wouldn't be as good when it opened. Because, again, I still remember like that Dubai Parks and Resorts sounded really cool on the outset. And then when it opened, it was a lot more disappointing. Hmm. So you wonder if like they just wouldn't have the money to pull this off. But the Warner Brothers uh, Dubai project is really, really good. So maybe it would have gone in that direction instead. 
What yeah, are your it, yeah, it, yeah. It, I mean, naturally, again, I think we, we've talked a lot about how the untested space, a lot of people who just want to get into it and put a lot of money into it and see what happens. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of people who, who really design and engineer the hell out of this stuff. I, I think that especially the concept art phase is particularly difficult to tell. Like you're saying, it could be a good idea that just flounders upon construction. Um, mm. it, it does feel like, though, at least with this idea that they seem to be putting a lot of work into keeping it thematically cohesive. There are a lot of coasters you can kind of see by the park map. Uh, I think it was there like two there in Nickelodeon neighborhood, the city of superheroes South, the city of superheroes looks like it's pretty dominated by it. Um, yeah, yeah I, 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 I think that the attempt, it, it was a completely different landscape. So it's really hard to look back and think about an entire Marvel theme park dedicated primarily to comic books and like mm-hmm. the cultural osmosis of a couple of movies and some cartoons. Uh, you know, it's a little different than nowadays. Right. Uh, I, I think that the weird mess of Nickelodeon and Marvel kind of shows that they weren't quite sure what they were doing. Um, at least in keeping things cohesive when you mentioned that Paramount distributed Marvel, I'm sure they had a good relationship and somebody felt like they needed some kind of a kid's area. Right. It makes a lot of sense. But mm-hmm. I, I, I think that that's a bad sign that you were going to open a park and be like, okay, well, it's all Marvel except this one area because we yeah. didn't have a clue. Or they were just putting concept art together to show off to somebody to say, hey, this Slam could be an together. idea. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is popular Marvel. This is popular SpongeBob. Here's a SpongeBob Marvel park. Send us a couple mil and we'll see what we can do. It's so funny because like one of the the things that uh, Disney fans want are like an entire Marvel park where you just go ham like with a bunch of things. And I know it's like your worst nightmare, but it's always been something. And this is kind of what it could be, but probably uh, I think Disney would have it a lot more family focused, a lot more dark rides instead of coasters i mean there will be there would probably be coasters uh but you know that disney would have done it to where it's more themed experiences here it seems to be kind of like a mixture of like everything more typical theme park yeah and i i like i kind of get the idea of a marvel theme park because there's so many so many properties to like draw upon but on the same hand uh, this is also seem a little like we've done this before, so it's not it's not as exciting to me. I think, yeah, like, no, I, I, it, yeah, no. it, it does. There's some sort of tired quality to all of this that I'm seeing, which is funny because I mean, like, it's this is long before all the Disney Marvel attractions. Which I mean, let's face it, for the most part, the Disney Marvel stuff has been a little underwhelming i mean there's there's good stuff in there but can you think of like a single marvel thing that disney has done that's top like the amazing ventures of spider-man no i mean disney look i don't think disney's done anything good recently so Mm, uh (laughs) they haven't it's been a bit of a mess recently but Mm -hmm. disney no i don't think so i think that 
I mean, if, if you're asking whether Disney, Disney's utilization of the Marvel brand has used the entire Buffalo, absolutely not. Right. It's it's just been it hasn't been anything as extensive and cohesive as even this park could have been. Mm-hmm. But just wait um, for that e-ticket in Avengers Campus. That's surely coming. That, yeah, there you go. It's a little box. It's a black box ride where you get to meet multiverse Thanos. Yeah, and it's definitely being built, right? It's yeah, and it's definitely being built, and definitely wouldn't suck and be garbage. (laughs) Um, No, I I think that. I mean, yeah, I don't know what's up. Like light diatribe on WDI. I I don't know what's up with them. I don't know if there's just no good ideas. I don't know if all these smart people got fired, but Mm -hmm. I don't think a single Marvel ride that they've done yet. And I haven't been on Guardians of the Galaxy. So like we can kind of omit that. Maybe that's amazing. Again, maybe I go on it. And I'm like, that's the greatest ride ever made. <laughs> they they knocked it out of the park. This is what a Marvel ride looks like. Uh, but the Avengers Campus and Guardians of the Galaxy Mission Breakout, uh, I think, are kind of messes. So yeah, I I I would like to see something like this done with Marvel. But they're pretty. I don't know what it is. I think they're pretty averse to exploring Marvel outside of the MCU. And with comic books, you can write like you write a comic book a month for 15 different series. You really flesh out the world with the MCU. There's only 25 movies. And I know that seems like a lot, but like if you put Big Wheel or the Hobgoblin in an MCU ride, I think people would justifiably be like, what the hell is this? Right. Um, And then with the with the talent that they absolutely need to put in the rides. Mm-hmm. Um, I, th- I think a lot of this is based on the comics it's not based on oh, the movies all of it yeah, yeah absolutely yeah. i mean you look mm-hmm. at you look at like electro you look at the the hobgoblin again uh you look at doc ock it all of this is coming from oh, comic the books, comics yeah. now it's not surprising that spider-man is like a main focus you mm-hmm. know spider-man the movies certainly helped with that right uh with with him being popular mm-hmm. uh but yeah I, I think most of it is just from the source of the comics which which does seem to me like a, a thing that Disney would be would be difficult for Disney to overcome, right? Uh, and I mean, it kind of works at Islands of Adventure, but I think it works in spite of itself because nobody really cares about the like the Marvel stuff, uh, the Marvel right. superhero island stuff. They mostly care about the rides, Hulk, Spidey, right. Doctor Doom ride. You know, it it almost. It kind of works despite the fact that it's not MCU. Barely. I don't know if an entire park would hold up. No, I I agree. But the intention with a lot of these older parks is to have a bunch of accessible, interesting rides. Mm -hmm. With Disney now, they're creating like shopping malls. I mean, everyone is, right? Everyone's goal is to create like a big, all-inclusive, all-unified shopping mall. So the rides have to be good and the shopping has to be good and it has to look good and it looks good at night and the shows, et cetera, and so forth. Yeah, you couldn't get away with Marvel Superhero Island nowadays, I don't think. And I don't know about the uh, the like, entertainment offerings of this park here. So that could have been a problem. They could have just been a bunch of good rides and just a shittily designed park. Right. Um, but at least in terms of attractions, I think this seems like it's... I mean, it seems fine. It seems good. It's, you know, except for SpongeBob. <laughs> yeah, except for SpongeBob, right. All right. So I think we should uh, move on now to yeah. our next one. It's a uh, Pharaoh's theme park. You can see some crazy CGI concept art right there. Uh, all this Egypt stuff we've been talking about recently. Yeah, my favorite one is this one uh, on the second one, which is clearly like they, somebody took the Islands of Adventure skyline, just plastered it on <laughs> the background. Yeah, it's oh, is that Hulk? Great. Yeah, it's it's Hulk. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, exactly. It's it's Hulk done twice if you look at it. There's one oh, Hulk right. in the, the front uh, the front half, and then there's another Hulk in the back half. That is uh, awesome. Yeah. Uh, under three develop, different developed titles, Pharaoh's Theme Park, Arabian Legend, and Sahara Kingdom, this massive $1.5 billion theme park was all about emphasizing regional culture through myths, legends, and history. You see a model of it right there. Uh, at one point, focused around 1,001 nights and largely about Egyptian culture, the park offered a variety of wild coasters such as one diving into a giant pyramid or a shuttle coaster that launched up a giant obelisk. Uh, and again, this 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 um, model is kind of insane. It's yeah. like it feels like like a child's version of a theme park. With this and then there's this thing. And this thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, just it's like mixing all the toys together there. Yeah, it is, and I like the coaster that's just like nothing but weird straightaways. <laughs> so odd. Uh, many attractions are also held indoors, as much as the weaving property was in this area. One variant also featured extravagant theming with a lush Middle Eastern palace as the central landmark. You see it right there; it's really gorgeous. Uh, so. An Egyptian theme park that's really gaudy and just throws everything at the wall is pretty much what we're looking at here. Uh, mm. It's it's really hard to kind of like wrap your head around this. Like it emphasizes regional culture, but it's based on pretty broad and generic Egyptian stereotypes and a bunch of really fast and thrilling thrill rides and. Really I don't have much else to say about it than that. It just looks like this is just one of those, and then we're gonna have a massive roller coaster, and then we're gonna have a big giant statue, and we're gonna have waterfalls, and we're gonna have towers, and everything's gonna be cut out of a big rock. Mm-hmm. It, it doesn't look cohesive, I'll say that. It looks well, yeah. interesting. It doesn't look cohesive. Well, it looks like um, this was just a mess of ideas, and they were gonna figure it out all out later. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, like you're saying, it's hard to say more about the the, the park than it's an Egyptian theme. It's an Egyptian themed theme park. I like that center. I like that the walls are all built up. Yeah, uh, I don't know the, what the intentions with that would be. Like, why that would be. In fact, if anything, I think it would make it warmer, right? Because you create bowls, kind of like. Uh, yeah, yeah, probably that that's possible. Uh, uh, you're definitely right, but I guess they wanted to have that within Egyptian walls theme, or no, I like mode. it. It looks yeah, really, it, really nice. Feels like recessed. And exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's it was re- dug out of the ground. Right. It's a really, really cool idea. But again, I don't know if any of this is feasible or what the hell any of it's supposed to even be. I think the yellow track is not a. I think it's a monorail. I think it's a monorail. Yeah, it yeah. looks on the on the, uh, the the first uh, model image that you have here. It looks like a monorail, but in the second mm-hmm. one, it looks like a roller coaster because those tops look like they're off on that right on that vehicle. Yeah, it's so odd, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's That's weird. Just, it's an odd. Maybe there's two. Odd, oh, you know what? There's odd, two. Odd. There's two. Mm-hmm. So if you look in that fo- the the second model photo, there's the yellow. There's a yellow track in the center of the park going near the waterfall. That's a monorail. Yeah. But then on the bottom one, on the bottom of that image, there's like a roller coaster that's just straightaways. And I think yeah. that's a coaster. Mm-hmm. Is that like a kid's coaster? Their thought is that kids don't like drops. So you drops. just kind of. <laughs> just like just, just really lame straightaways. 
It's 2004 and, in this photo, yeah, I so think, they looked I at like, America and saw rocket rods. Well, the thing said. is, I think this is the same coaster that's supposed to dive into the pyramid from oh. the, yeah, from the a video that I watched uh, where you just kind of dive into this pyramid and it was on, a, I think it was on a yellow track. So again, I just like, it's so hard to wrap my head around all of this. I, I especially love the like uh, obnoxiously generic wooden roller coaster, the white one. That's like extremely big. That mm. like looks like it would kill people. It's like a boardwalk coaster on, on steroids. It's like massive. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's funny because it, like it has this thing where it, like it goes through in a giant drop and then like immediately like hard banks to the left, seemingly. And like I was like going, well, that would kill people. Yes, that would kill people. So it's. Definitely like a generic coaster that you would like draw in a cartoon. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, yes, that, that that's what I was thinking. Is like again, it just it just looks like. Uh, well, that's the thing is they had to build this, so it's not like they just bought roller coaster toys and just put them in there and didn't design them. <laughs> they thought, let's do a big wooden roller coaster and a straight roller coaster and a weaving roller coaster and like a half pipe kind of yeah, coaster. Yeah, it's right a half there. pipe going up yeah. the obelisk, and right. there's also like a shuttle loop coaster there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then there's like this one that's like kind of like black and a uh, black and yellow. I was looking at that. Mac, it kind yeah. of looks like a, like a wild mouse, but much more. It, it's very tight. I guess I should say is maybe right. instead of a wild mouse, it's just a very mm-hmm. tight kind of compact coaster. Yeah. I want to talk about the next one. You want to <laughs> talk about the next one? Yeah. Okay. Uh, last thing I'll say about this. Uh, very just. I, I like the idea that they're trying to really tap into their culture, and that's going to come up with the next one. But uh, this is just. Egypt's so, pretty so, far so, from uh, Dubai. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, I guess it's like in the Middle East area. I guess. Uh, so, yeah. yeah. So, so interesting. And I like, I like the like the palace with the boat ride coming out of it. I, I like that idea. Even though they would never build this because it's just too opulent. Uh, this is like something you would see in Tokyo Disney Sea. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And it wouldn't yeah. be built. It, the same park that has that thing. Uh, that that really highly detailed ornate structure would not be mm-hmm. the same park to have uh the uh the big massive boardwalk coaster <laughs> right okay all right so let's move on to Frege dubai land <laughs> so, so the first image you see what is your what is your thoughts on this image that you're seeing right now i read the rest of it so i'm restraining my my i i, I if i say something culturally insensitive then i think it's so put me in a very yeah, bad it's spot like you gotta you gotta really tiptoe around this one yes i love the cgi i love that era of like shitty veggie tales yeah uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> like television cgi especially in um actually in the middle east and uh, uh i guess uh uh I don't know. I guess I should say parts of, and, and also parts of Asia had a lot of shows that look like this. Uh, some shows in India. I always thought that was very, it's very cute. Um, mm-hmm. But it looks like, uh, I, you know what? Just keep reading just before. <laughs> like my first thought when I see it is like, ah, <laughs> that's, a, that's my first thought. It just looks very unnatural. It's and loud. It's, it's very loud. loud. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> and this, this park is very loud looking. This uh, model. This park, yes. whoa, look at this. It's all super stylized. Oh my no, it, gosh. It, I love that. Now, now, in terms of the model you're talking about here, the buildings are, my first thought was, and this is embarrassing to say, was like, if the Zootopia area looked like that, that'd be cool. Like really stylized, mm-hmm. really uh, curved edges. It looks like if Toontown 
if the style of Toontown, yeah, of taking a cartoon and bringing it to the real world was uh, mm-hmm. very, uh, uh, they were very unafraid to do that on a massive scale instead right. of just a minor little mm-hmm. space. It's very, very nice. Yeah, because okay, so uh, Free H Dubai Land was based on the CGI animated series that was very popular in the uh, United Arab Emirates called Free this is a children's series. I just want to really like emphasize that this this show was meant for children. Okay, before I say the concept of the show, Frege was about four old women who live in an old Arabic neighborhood in the midst of a rapidly ascending modernization of Dubai and how they deal with the new social issues that arise from it. Uh, is this is intended for children. It's like the in America, that's just the Golden Girls. Yeah. Right, that's the first thing I thought of. Is like it's an animated Golden Girls, but it's for for children. It's for children. Okay. <laughs> uh, so, despite the fact that it was intended for children, it was a popular for adults as well. Being claimed as uh, the Arab answer to The Simpsons, airing seventy episodes from two thousand six to two, 2013. So, this is sort of like the most popular cartoon series from Dubai that's on the like the air. Uh, there. So the project included 2,600 hotel rooms in the faux Dubai skyline. So if you notice in the model art, there's that blue giant cartoony skyline there. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So that was not only was it meant to be like, you know, direct from the series. Like if you watch the opening uh, titles of the show, it shows this gigantic cartoonish representation of the dubai skyline mm-hmm. and that that's what it looks like uh i don't think the burj khalifi uh it hadn't even been built yet so it's not represented in there but like, uh, that uh, was supposed to be like a hotel as well it's like the front of dca it's like building dubai in dubai is uh, right <laughs> exactly. DCA, mm-hmm. yeah. uh, so the park would have four theme lands themed to each of the old woman characters in the show in an area of emirate culture they represent the characters' names, and I am so, so, so sorry. I am going to butcher some of these names. Oh, dear God. Uh, um Saeed, Um Saloom, Um Alawai, and Um Kamas, I think. Maybe Kamas. Either way, it was Kamas, pretty good. Kamas, I, I yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so the attractions included a log flume, indoor roller coaster, some dark rides looking at the UAE's past, present, and future. Not only would the hotel on the back represent Fridge's cartoonish description of Dubai skyline, but the main gates would have guests entering under the four old ladies' yellow, and I'm going to mispronounce this, Batulas? Batulas? How do you pronounce this? Do you have a good crack at it? Probably Batulas, right? Batulas? Batulas? Uh, yeah. I don't know. Like, yeah. I know. I, frankly, I, I, I thought that it looked like duck beaks, and I think that I, that's what that I out. thought at first, too. I'm all, like, <laughs> it's so culturally insensitive because uh, when the first thing I, time I looked at the image, I'm like, oh, are they a family of ducks? Yes, and it's so like, I. I thought the no, same thing. No, no, they're not. No, we're just bad you people. absolute moron, you. And when I found out what it was, <laughs> I felt like a gigantic ass like i felt so terrible uh so these are actually metal face masks that married muslim women wear these masks would tower over guests indicative of their iconic structure for locals in the region you can kind of see like how this entrance would be laid out with the giant masks 
people would walk under and they kind of look like giant like like banana peels or something like that like represented in 3d <laughs> uh am, am i the only one i don't <laughs> yeah i i okay what uh I, I, I look i have to work my way around yeah you're gonna have to work your way around it yeah 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 kind of like big banana peels sure yeah and again you could see them you know they're wearing like um yeah the, they, they wear these face masks and you know of course this is traditional wear in uh muslim and I, I, it's interesting because it was like it's very like um it's it was kind of progressive for the time you know you're focusing an entire series of main castes is woman uh so it's progressive for its time uh i did try to sit through an episode it was a subtitled episode and i tried watching it and i could not get through it uh it's not made for me in mind as an audience it's made for the arabic culture so i like had really not much else to say about it except for the fact that the cgi is pretty pretty old uh and creaky looking uh though i do admire the fact that it's it's going for a very cartoonish aesthetic uh but <laughs> i was reading some of the plot lines like one of the one of the characters dies in like one of the finales and comes back to life and stuff like that it's like oh wow okay this is so so odd <laughs> the story uh, arc yeah speech. I, I I just I don't know what else to say. It's just an interesting thing. I'm just so amused by the fact that in Dubai there was a very popular children's show that was about four old ladies. I just that, that just still like it just makes me. I mean, we have so similar amused. shows. I'm sure. Again, Golden Girls is popular. Well, or... yeah, but that that was meant for adults. Wow. I like that CGI. I really like that. That's yeah, like my kind of style. 2002 to 2004 television mm-hmm. CGI. Yeah. That that's it. I like that. I would go to this place. You would go to this place. You would take a picture with uh Um Said. <laughs> you, would, I, you would you would buy. You probably could like buy like the the Batulas. Uh, no, I would not do that. Would I would just, not. You would, would not, Yeah, no, you definitely could not buy those, Mary. If it's like a religious thing, they definitely wouldn't sell them at the theme park. I'd imagine. Yeah, I mean, they put them at the entrance. That's a good point. They really did. Was this like show? Okay, the question is: is I, I'm more, I'm very curious. Is the point of the show that they're like very conservative, and the world is becoming more modernized? So like they wear this these batulas, but like the rest of the women don't. And that's why this is their icon. I do not is- know. It's a great three in the fro out. I'm not going to pretend to know. Okay. I think the idea is that they're they're adjusting to modern culture. If we have any Formula One racing footage fans, please, please join the unbuilt Discord. Yeah. Oh my gosh, and- it would be insane if we had a, a huge Frege nut. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I want to hear all about Frege from the number one unbuilt Frege fan. Mm-hmm. Please join the unbuilt Discord. And don't <laughs> at me. Just keep posting about Freej. Just, just say, okay, so this is, I'm going to break down Freej for you. This was the good era of Freej. And then the later seasons, they kind of fell off a cliff. Not a fan of that. You know, but this if era, anyone, this was good. If anyone can do me a favor, anyone in the unbuilt audience can make a two-hour video essay on the lore of Freej and history. 
then you can come on the show and you can replace me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, we'll have a, uh, like, um, we had the real gyms on the show that we'll just have like, yes. them just breaking down an episode of Freege and why it's good. And, uh, so we can, we can get it. If we can finally get why this theme park would have been super duper popular and insane and great and love to see it. But sadly it wasn't meant to be, uh, when Dubai uh, land shut down, so did Fridge Dubai land tier tier. <laughs> uh, and damn it! Yeah, I was booking my plane ticket to, to go see Free. Wait, yeah. so so it never opened? It never opened. Sorry, this is sort of the the idea of our podcast. Yes, you can't be the Arab <laughs> answer to the Simpsons if you only made seventy episodes over what seven years. Mm-hmm. Bullshit. They, 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 they do things differently. And other, in Britain, they do like six episodes a season. So I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> they they do things different overseas. We're just, we're gluttons. We we can't get enough episodes of things. Uh, you know, un, unless you're, unless you're a popular Disney Channel show and you get canceled within like 43 episodes, but whatever. Uh, anyways. Uh, so that is Fridge Dubai Land. Uh, so our last one we're going to talk about is Water Park City. Uh, it's not just a water park. It's an entire cluster of water parks. Per designer Vertex Productions, each of these parks has a different theme, ranging from a marine habitat to the smallest one, which is a freshwater park. This cluster of water parks was designed to be the flagship attraction for the development, as it was bound to be the most popular attraction in the desert climate. You see Water Park City there, three parks, Freshwater Park, Saltwater Park, and Sea Life Park. Sea Life Park would feature marine attractions, a lake and fountain show, and animal exhibits along with some boat rides. Sorry, the name so, Water Park City. Yeah. It sounds like like a like a, a TV show. Like on like Brickleberry, like a really bad adult TV it show. Sounds, yeah. Sounds today, like, the what? kids want to take oh the kids want to take me to Water Park, Park City. City. Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> sounds so typical. I love, I love yeah. that. Uh, salt water and fresh water would be more traditional water parks with slides, kitty areas, such as Octopus Garden Park and a lazy river named Cascade Canyon. Uh, you could see some concept art of the fountain show and the boat ride, I like the boat that comes out of a giant seashell. I like that. Uh, the entire complex would be open day and night to cool off in the blistering Dubai wow. heat. I like the idea that there's like three water parks in this small area. <laughs> this one rocks. I like yeah. this one. This is the yeah. first Dubai park I think you showed me where I wasn't bored out of my mind. Not yeah. because, not because, not because of the way you show it, but more that like it's like okay, it's concept art. This seems reasonable. There's yeah. water. It's called Water Park City. That's a great uh, name. Man. It's a great name. It's a, it's a great name. I. Uh, freshwater park, sea life park. I hope saltwater park is just a normal water park, but with all salt water. Yeah, really I was hurts. like about to say it's like it, <laughs> it's like it burns your eyes to go in the water there. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, you just can't. Uh, saltwater park is just empty. Is there's nothing to do there? Um, no, it seems like it's perfectly fine. I like that water park or the water uh, the the water ride with the shells and the yeah. volcano. Seems nice. Yeah, it, it's funny. Like I was like, well, should I include this? I mean, it's not a theme park, but it was like Absolutely. Water, park, water Park City. That's just that's such a great name. You can't pass it up. Like you, you just really can. People say I'm the cynical guy. You know that really got to me. Do that really when uh, <laughs> did, I, did I tell you about that? 
Oh, are we talking about that Discord thing again? Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know why. It's like it's. <laughs> I don't know why it really, it hasn't like got to me like to my soul. But I think I've I've told like fifteen people about that. Yeah. Um, so so today I can I can say I like the water park ride. I like this. <laughs> you like water park city? Yeah, I go. do. I I would yeah. go to water park city. I I maybe I'm just thirsty. Frankly, I could really use a glass of water. <laughs> Petition, petition them to build Water Park City here in the United States. <laughs> I'm sure there's a place called Water Park City in like I don't know, like Boise or like some suburb. Hey, speaking of suburbs, how did that one park turn out? Remember that one that we were talking about a long time ago? Are you talking uh, about Lost Island? Yeah, yeah, the one that barely had attendance. So it's still going to be open. Uh, oh. It's going to, yeah, it's going to reopen, but with like more rides this year. Oh, I, yeah, I I do apologize that uh, it hasn't closed for your you know sick delight, but uh, it's it's still trucking on. Uh, so I, I'm sorry to tell you that. Okay, so I looked up Water Park City. And you're never going to believe what uses the name Water Park City. You're never going to believe it. Like, it's like, just like, what? That? Water Park City. Water Park City is a condominium project in Toronto near Fort York, besides the site of the former Melson Brewery. Is there water parks? No, it's just a condo. That's really weird. Isn't it? I don't want to go to Water Park City anymore. Yeah, exactly. It's like somebody bought it this name. But imagine you say, you know what? Hey, where do you live? Oh, I live in Water Park City. And you're like, oh, my God, that sounds amazing. It's like, I mean, it's just like not that big of a deal. It's just a condo. But you live in Water Park City. I'd love to live in Water Park City. I tell you, if I lived in a place called Water Park City, anytime I took a bath, I think I'd get like a very mild joy out of that. (laughs) I am. In Water Park City, I, 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 I there's got to be like some translation thing going on here, right? Like, or like some cultural thing, because in Toronto, well, what is it? they speak English in Toronto? Yeah, of course know. they do. It's Canada. Know. It's yeah, not but they speak Quebec. French sometimes. Quebec, Quebec is Canada as well. I know, but that's the you thing. That's it's, where, yeah, I know, but Quebec is where they uh, it's more prominently French speaking rather than the rest of the Canada where it's pr- prominently English speaking. I don't know. I've never been to Canada. This isn't. This isn't. I go to Canada. Oh, oh. I'm. Uh, I'll talk to you about this later, actually. But I got a. I got an interesting thing. I have an interesting show we can do in like two months. Ooh, I'm very curious <laughs> to hear this. Now we'll that I think talk, about it, we'll have to talk yeah. off here. Now I'm trying to like open the links for uh, Water Park City, <laughs> and uh, they're all going to nowhere. There's a four to Toronto's Water Park City. No, to the condos. Build none of these. Build Water Park City in Toronto. Build this in Toronto. Yeah, that's right. Mm -hmm. I was um I was by this hotel recently. It was it was so weird. I actually should have told you about it because you like weird things. It was this like Marriott that in the back said biggest water park nearby and it was this big concrete building with like 15 slides coming out of the walls oh it's one of those indoor parks like great i Wolf guess so. and, yeah, yeah. It, was, it was like where is it this? wasn't that big i don't know no I, I i i don't know somewhere in maryland i was driving okay, towards new, new jersey maryland? it was like okay yeah it, was, it, it wasn't like a great wolf lodge because maybe those are big and it's cool kalahari water parks or something like that they they have these all over the country 
Yeah. Like, I'll have so, to look into that. Yeah. Right. Uh, it I, might be one of those. Uh, yeah, because Great Wolf Lodge and then there's Kalahari water parks and stuff like that. I think I've honestly thought that they should build one of these in Vegas for the longest time. Oh, yeah. But, I don't know yeah. What, you've invigorated my love of theme parks again. This for, whole time. With, with ironically, a water park. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. I think that that's uh, this whole time I've been thinking <laughs> that theme parks are just, oh, theme parks, they never open. This whole show is like, um, Kind of like if we had like a show on like uh unborn children, it's like oh uh, eventually you just feel like <laughs> eventually you just feel like oh man, there'll never be, I'll never have a kid. But then oh. you get to Water Park City and you say, you know, there is perhaps there's hope. There's still <laughs> you you tweeted about that I kept talking about nine eleven. By the way, I, I forgot about that. Now that I think about, we did talk about nine eleven a lot on the last show. You. Like a very, you set me up for a 9 11 joke. Yeah. Well, no, I, I remember it was like, it was like out of nowhere you mentioned 9 11. It's like we couldn't stop that train. Just couldn't I, stop that. I think that I don't want to see FX Dubai. I, I, I'm getting us off the 9 11 train. Well, just let's just uh, go to build it or not. You're right. Yeah. I think that uh, the, for me personally, the Formula One just doesn't. I, it doesn't do anything for me personally, but I'm sure that just like NBA fans might have liked the NBA experience, uh, I think Formula One fans would probably have liked it. Marvel looks really neat. Actually, I would have liked to have seen that uh, if they had like really lived up to the concept art. Yeah, uh, I think that Pharaoh's theme park looks stupid. Yeah. I wish Friedland was open. Because I I love I actually unironically think that one of my favorite designs we've ever talked about is that skyline. I think yeah. that looks really neat. It looks Could really you cool. Imagine that in real life. That would be really awesome. Yeah, I think that that's like the one thing that Disney or anyone could do that, you know, okay, actually, all right, that's the one thing that if I have any problem with Super Nintendo Land in its current form, it's that the architecture is extremely geometric, which is true to the video games. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But I would have liked to have seen, I'm trying to think of a Mario game that leans more towards the abstract. I mean, I guess there's still time. There's different expansions that they could do. I know yeah. that if they tried to do Kirby or they try to do, I don't know, Wario or something like that, mm-hmm. then they could get a bit more abstract. Um, but yeah, I like that architecture. I don't know. It, it, it looks neat. You yeah. go. Oh, your turn. Okay. Uh, so I would like to see the Fridge Dubai land, uh, because it would be insane. It might be abandoned today because the series went off the air 10 years ago. So, uh, and I also would like to see water park city because I just, I just, I like, I like the name and I want to see you happy. So let's build oh, water park city. Yeah. What's that one show called sitting, you know, sitting ducks. No, I don't know. Sitting ducks. You've never heard of the show sitting ducks. No, I have not. Okay, if anyone, people in the audience definitely know it, you should look up a picture of Sitting Ducks. It reminds me of the CGI from Sitting Ducks. Sitting uh, Ducks. Sitting hmm. Ducks, or uh, what's that song? What's, you ever heard Tiny Planet? You know that show? Yes, I, I've, I've heard of that. Or I think it's called Tiny oh, Planet. yeah, I kind of, yeah, yeah. Not I that it's like stylistically the same, but I'm imagining it's the same early 2000s engine of like yeah. Tiny Planet's a little closer, but it's those oh, early engine TV shows. Okay, so this is based on these paintings that actually my yeah. my parents owned uh, a while oh, back. Really? Oh, really? I didn't know that. That You know that they made it into 
actually like i own a variation on this in my uh house i think i might know i might i want one i want i'm going to have to buy uh yeah a similar one i like that they made a Uh, whole children's tv show out of those lithographs i did not know that Uh, (laughs) interesting uh, but yeah, so uh, that is our wrap up on Dubai. Uh, it was like, I remember last year when we did the first episode, I'm like, oh my God, there's like like five or six more things that they didn't build. We need to, we need to swing back around and go look into this. And I'm sorry, it's like some of them are just not as interesting, but there, there's, oh. some, there's some neat stuff in there for sure. Uh, is there anything you want to say about Dubai before we get going? I, I hope we're done with Dubai. I we we, I have so Dubai. so the last thing I'll say about Dubai, and I don't think we're ever coming back to Dubai unless one of us goes to Dubai. Right. But I think that we I have been uh, 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 let me think. So I've been following Disney theme park news for a very long time. So, I mean, shorter than you. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. But a, a long time, especially as I got on Twitter. I think I made my Twitter account around when Wreck-It Ralph came out. Or I was starting yeah. to get active. So ever since then, Dubai concept art was at least in the very beginning, not really as much nowadays, but like mm-hmm. post 2008. Dubai concept art leaking was like the big thing, yeah. especially with Disney. It was mm-hmm. like, they're going to build a Dubai park. Look at these amazing concept designs. Something I've been talking about recently with my friends, though, is like the more you learn about something, the less abstract everything gets. In, in any case, you know, in, in terms of just being educated. And I, I like this show because of that, because we talk a lot, about, a lot about the very specific, small, minute things that fall by the wayside into little LinkedIn concept art folders. Right. The truth of Dubai is that a bunch of people put a bunch of money into this city where they had hoped that they would hope become an international tourist destination. Mm-hmm. That didn't, at least not relative to the United States. Yeah. Um, locally, I'm sure it did. There's a lot of stuff there. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm sure even within like surrounding countries, it's big. But for international tourism, not quite. So you have a lot of these concept arts where clearly... Just like when we were talking to Alicia Stella, right, about Universal, mm-hmm. um, there that actually, honestly, if you're listening to the show, that is like the thesis of the entire show has been, is that this concept art generally is just a bunch of people and investors throwing things against the it's wall true. and hoping someone will pay. Though, and do, the Dubai is like the pinnacle of that. Some of this got very close, right? Uh-huh. And like, like, <laughs> like Friedland, right? Um, and, and and that F1. I mean, there's still coaster tracks in the sand. Well, what's interesting to me is that you can kind of see this when they were trying to appease to Western, when either A, Western investors were trying to get in, or B, they were trying to appease to Western investors. They just throw everything at the wall, and it doesn't seem to pan out that frequently. Mm -hmm. But when they're doing things that I think are more... I don't. I don't want to say like traditional to the culture, but like more culturally sensible. F one is popular there. Fridge is a big TV show. Water parks are nice in the in the heat. The designs get a lot more concrete, and they I think they get a lot further. It doesn't feel like they're just building Tie Fighter spinners. Yeah. You know? So so I hope that Dubai. I, I know Dubai has a healthy theme park industry right now, but I do hope that like they it becomes less. Here's a bunch of studio properties here's dreamworks and lionsgate and columbia and i i guess i hope that they build into what what is more appropriate for there um and and by that i mean i hope they build water park city <laughs> bring back water park city damn it <laughs> it's a half good idea yeah <laughs> uh but yeah no i i absolutely agree that it, it is interesting that you know a lot of what they built is sort of 
like this kind of half-hearted thing where they just threw a bunch of money and uh, the designers like kind of rushed it. I think the the only difference is that Warner Brothers Dubai Park, which is absolutely gorgeous. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, true. they're building a Harry Potter section. But uh, hey, you it's know. Warner Brothers. J.K. Rowling will be dead soon. So yeah. It doesn't matter. <laughs> oh, oh, don't give me hope. Okay. <laughs> she will. She'll die. Don't yeah. worry. We can all I go know, back to loving Harry but Potter. She could probably be like, it's going to be a while still. Is she like, what, 70 or 60 or something like that? I don't know. I uh, think she's like 95. She's not 95 years old. <laughs> Uh, one can only hope. I know you'll be watching that Harry Potter TV show day one. No, on no, Max. I will not. Yeah, she is currently fifty-seven years old. Damn, uh, she's young for I how uh, Never mind. Wow, she, yeah. she, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> I mean, you'll go to Epic Universe. I, 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 yeah. yeah, we're all gonna, we're all scumbags here. Exactly. <laughs> we all need our vices. We need our butter beer. Uh, right, but, there you go. <laughs> the poor, the the. <laughs> The trans people be damned. I yeah. love them to death, but I no. I got it. Butterbeer's not good. Butterbeer's yeah. not good. I'll be the one to. I'll take that stand. Oh, Sometimes being cynical okay. is nice. I don't like butterbeer. Okay, the, well, you the know, hey, one was okay, and it, I like it the does. One, the, I, I I like. I do kind of like butterbeer, but hey, I, it and, didn't and wow me. I would rather have like a flaming mo. You rather have a flaming mo? Yeah, flaming was that like okay. orange soda? Yeah. All right. Well, I I, I don't know. I, that's maybe that's just me. Uh, I think that wraps it up for for us for now. In the meantime, please follow us on social media on Twitter at Unbeal Pod. You can reach me at Open Mother's Mail and Ryan Dorman at Open the Dorman. Feel free to email us at unbealpod at gmail.com and rate us on Stitcher, iTunes, and Spotify or wherever you find your podcasts. Please write a review and tell us how we're doing. If you don't like us, thank you for listening to the Rat Castle Podcast. I'm Dave Cobb. See you guys. <laughs> See ya.